This is Foxy Digitalis Daily for Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. I'm Brad Rose. And yeah, week's off to an okay start. It's going to be a slow-ish week on the site. Just got a lot of other things going on, so I'm trying to put a little less time there and more time elsewhere. And it's the last full week uh, until my kid goes back to school, so also trying to hang out with her more. So just FYI, no new seltzer salon this week, but um, unless you're on, if you're on Patreon, there will be a new one. And then you'll be able to hear that next week. It's uh, with Leah Bertucci talking about her album with Lawrence English. Um, I just want a quick bit of, just want to like give some flowers to the not, not fun label. Like one of the all timers. It's so incredible to me and impressive to me. How, like how long not, not fun has been around. Um, I mean, good night. I mean, it's been, I don't even know. Not quite 20 years. Well, maybe getting close to 20. And just like the number of stuff or number of things that have they put out through the years that are just, I don't know, unbelievable label. Like I remember when and this was like 2005 or something. Um, Brit wanted to do an Ajilaska release and it felt so validating for Nathan and I, like, I think he and I both look back on that still as this sort of big moment. I don't know. It's just an amazing label. And each in this year, there's just been so many good things. Um, I've, I've written about a fair amount of things. I've got a couple things I want to cover on here, like new things, uh, recent new batch, the acid twilight sounds amazing. A new white poppy, I love white poppy. There's just so much. There's so much. Those uh, those wave temples releases were great. There's I can't. I, I could go on and on, but I just wanted to give some love to not not fun because I'm so impressed to just seeing a label that has continuously operated for so long continue to be so good and interesting and relevant and all those things and so amazing. And that doesn't even take into account like the hundred percent silk side of it like that's you know that's great too but not enough fun's always been more like i think more my speed so anyway um on a totally different note changing gears here the album of the day is the new album by don and camille dietrich dietrich i don't know which it is sorry y'all uh so the dietrich dietrich's dietrich's that doesn't sound right Dietrichs, Catch the Leaves, which is on uh, Relative Pitch, came out last month or maybe in June. So it's probably no surprise that a father-daughter duo is going to grab my interest straight away for obvious reasons. Um, I've made a couple albums with my kid. Hope to make more. But even with that, Don and Camille Dietrich are 
up near the pinnacle, right? And I've been wanting more of this just relentless howl since their since their 2017 Pika Disc album. That one blazes, by the way, if you haven't heard it. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to check it out if you haven't heard that one. But so the thing that gets me about their music as a duo is that the ingredients kind of seem simple enough, but the sonic palette is like fucking huge. Like most of the time, I have no idea how just a cello and a tenor sax are creating this racket. And even, I understand like the effects and processing, but they're just like stretching the boundaries of these instruments into absolute chaotic zones. That leaf, which is the opener, like it kind of, at first you get, it buries us in this sort of lost cavern. And then this just hell broth resonates against the walls where at seemingly, I don't know, where like relative moments of like relative calm will come along and you'll be take a breath and all of a sudden just explode and just full on noise walls and just unearthly wailing. And one of the incredible things here though, and this may seem, it's like this music may seem extreme or whatever. And it is in some way, but like none of the music ever feels so harsh that it's unbearable. Like this doesn't seem just like, loud and abrasive just for the sake of being loud and abrasive. Uh, Don and Camille, they have this like incredible focus where it explores different sounds and like kind of pushing beyond the expectations that you might have and sort of breaking the limitations set by that. You'll have these sort of blast furnace cello drones that have this razor sharp texture to them and they'll, feel like they're getting cranked through hollowed out spaces. And then Don Sachs just wails and wails. And it like surgically starts, you know, taking apart those foundational elements. And at times, that's the thing, like at times it feels they're, they're, you know, I mean, they're always working together, but at times it feels like they're moving in unison. That branch for one, like, but then there's other moments here where there's, it feels like this intense determination and it's like they're, wanting to deconstruct what the other is building and then sort of take it and recontextualize it into some other different shade of howling sound. And they, they, they keep kind of working off of each other that way. And it's amazing. There's this section of that tree that does that. That's, I mean, it's kind of riveting and it's got a bit of drama to it. Honestly, it's, Oh, it's so good. But yeah, this stuff is great. And again, like finding ways to connect with your kid through music and sound and like just making a fucking racket. That's as good as it gets to me. That's as good as it gets. I love it, man. Killer stuff. All right. That's it. I'm off. Uh, check out foxydigitalist.zone for stuff. There's a, it was a cool interview with her today. Um, on Patreon tomorrow, of course, patreon.com slash foxydigitalist. Would love it if you signed up. Support the cause. You know the drill. Otherwise, I don't know, y'all. Holler at me. You know how to find me. I'm all over the place. And until, until whenever, catching those ways of vibe.